Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Bud, where we speak with entrepreneurs, investors, thought leaders, researchers, advocates, and policymakers who are finding new and exciting ways for cannabis to positively impact business, society, and culture. And now, here is your host, business coach, Bruce Eckfeldt. Are you a CEO looking to scale your company faster and easier? Check out Thrive Roundtable. Thrive combines a moderated peer group mastermind, expert one-on-one coaching, access to proven growth tools, and a 24-7 support community. Created by Inc. award-winning CEO and certified scaling-up business coach Bruce Eckfeldt, Thrive will help you grow your business more quickly and with less drama. For details on the program, visit Eckfeldt.com slash thrive. That's E-C-K-F-E-L-D-T dot com slash thrive. Welcome, everyone. This is Thinking Outside the Bud. I'm Bruce Eckfeldt. I'm your host. And our guest today is Matthew Magrabi. He is National Sales Manager at Ebna Technologies. We're going to talk to him about the work they're doing in cannabis, specifically around terpenes, fascinating background, fascinating kind of relationship to cannabis and, and research uh, and some technology and, and relationships they have with um, some really interesting kind of science uh, behind cannabis and their whole kind of approach to the market and what they're doing um, to kind of uh, kind of come at it maybe from a slightly different angle and how they're working with companies to develop really interesting new formulations and products. So I'm excited for the conversation. There's, uh, I think, an interesting not only business model, but really kind of interesting aspect to the um, to the industry and underlying technology and what they've been doing working with cannabis companies. So with that, Matt, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Bruce. Uh, really happy to be here today and to uh, to join you and, and your audience. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate the, the nice little warm introduction you made for, for myself and Ivna. Yeah. So before we kind of dig into what you're doing today, let's get a little bit of the background. I'm always curious people's stories about professionally what they were doing, how do they got into cannabis. Give us your story. Like what was what was your professional background and tell us about cannabis and tell us about you know. Well, I can talk to you about cannabis all day because cannabis <laughs> is 
it's been one of those few things that I've been very passionate about pretty much my entire adolescence then to my you know my adult life and uh, so a little bit about myself I uh, was born and raised in Long Island New York and I did all my education over there I went to college at uh, Queens College, um, one of the five boroughs, uh, mm-hmm. CUNY school. So throughout that time, I became very, very ingrained into the live music scene, sort of that counterculture scene, very much so like uh, Fish, Grateful Dead, you know, hippie type, yeah, type of, type of scene. <laughs> yeah, so cannabis has pretty much since I was 15 been at the, the forefront of, you know, m- my passion, music, cannabis, and ladies has been the, the you know the three things that that have, have have remained the same for for me. You know, a lot of things change on the periphery and, and different life trajectories and things like that. But yeah. uh, those three things have have been the constant for me. So getting into you know my professional career started while I was still in college. I actually developed an, a line of organic fruit snacks uh, with my my family with my parents, uh, and it was called Matt's Munchies. Uh, uh-huh. We we grew it from pretty much very mom and pop, quite literally, with my mom and my pop in our garage in our home in Long Island, and uh, eventually built the business up to uh, national distribution, getting it into you know retailers like Target and Sprouts, Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah so it's a nice you know nice footprint. And that, that business led me to move out from New York to California uh, almost 10 years ago this year, later this year, mm-hmm. and I uh, haven't really looked back. So once I moved out to California, you know, the, the veil was lifted, so to speak, as far as, you know, what, what the real cannabis scene is like. And as much as I, as I love natural foods, there was, uh, I sort of hit my, my expiration date there, no, no pun intended. <laughs> oh, I, I think it was intended. <laughs> And, uh, you know, that, that, you know, led me to pursue other, other passions. And, um, you know, I had, a, had a good friend out here that was involved in uh, the dispensary, you know, cultivation, extraction sector. And again, this was 10 years ago, so 2010, 2011. And uh, it really exposed me to, to that, that side of the business, the medical cannabis business in California. And, um, you know, early seeds were planted and in around 2000, 13, 14, I began to develop a THC version of this organic fruit leather that, you know, mm-hmm. I had developed with my parents and been selling nationally. Around 2015, we formed a company, myself, uh, my now wife, Roxanne, and, and a former business partner of ours called Fruit Slabs. Yep. Um, and we started making fruit slabs um, here in Southern California uh, and Long Beach and began to, you know, build the business. And we were rather successful through 2018 when the you know regulations changed and the entire yeah. landscape changed with you know moving away from prop 215 into prop 64 yeah. so yeah so that's you know i, I dove headfirst in, into that there was a some overlap between the uh the matt's munchies and fruit slabs for myself but in 2017 i stepped away from matt's munchies and, and moved full-time into fruit slabs and in doing that you know i also started to do other things within the cannabis space, sales, distribution, marketing, you know, helping some friends of ours with with logistics, with operations, with sales, with getting products off the ground, getting brands off the ground. To date, you know, myself, my wife, we're sort of a, a little a little team. And uh, we probably worked with upwards of, of eight or 10 different uh, cannabis companies and probably, you know, 15 to 20 different brands within that. So we're, we're rather well-versed and uh, experienced in this space. And, you know, have that experience and, and that transitional time from medical days, you know, 1.0, as we call it, into, yep. into 2.0, which is a very different landscape. Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. And um, around two and a half years ago, I had the opportunity to to join the EBITDA team, and I I seized it. It was you know uh, an opportunity for myself to expand out of a sort of niche niche organization and a niche product to a much broader and larger uh, opportunity working with you know msos different manufacturers extractions you know not only thc but cpd products cannabinoid products and you know things now coincidentally are coming a little bit full circle where (laughs) you know (laughs) terpenes are now being available to uh, marketed towards CPG products and health and wellness products. So, yeah. you know, right now I see that, that I have a nice amount of experience and um, I'm very happy to be, you know, where I'm at with, with the team that I'm with right now. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about Ebna in terms of, you know, its background, what its intention is, and then how it's been interacting with the uh, cannabis market. Sure. So Ebna has been around since 2014. Um, the company is based in Israel and was actually started as an R&D company to understand the non-cannabinoid compounds found in cannabis. Mm-hmm. The first research study the, the company did was with Professor Meshulam uh, and his partner. Yeah. And uh, as, as we know, those are very uh, well-recognized individuals in the, in the realm of cannabis and cannabis research. Yeah. So they started out you know, in the right place at the right time, Israel, you know, the, right, the right connections and, um, and diving into the research. Yeah. Uh, you know, to date, Israel is recognized still as the global leader in cannabis research. Yep. And a lot of people say that, you know, they're at least 10 years ahead of any other market um, as far as studying this plant and understanding it, isolating it and being able to to really advance this concept of, of cannabis products. It was only in about 2015 or 16 that Ibna started to develop botanical terpene formulations for sale. Um, and this came with the, you know, the passing of the recreational cannabis laws in, in Washington and Colorado. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this, this big bubble of, of cannabis products was now, you know, open, open for us. So we began selling into the U.S. market in 2000, like I said, 2015, 2016. And then I joined the team in 2019. So between 2016, 2019, we had a few different people here in the States doing some market development and, and product development here. And that allowed us to, to get our foot in with some, with some nice clients that are still with us today that, you know, have expanded their business from, you know, single state operators to multi-state operators and then expanded their brand portfolio and the product portfolio exponentially. You know, so, um, so Ibna. Uh, on one hand, we we have continued to to perform research on the cannabis plant, on terpenes, on all the phytochemicals, the phytocannabinoids that exist in this plant. And to date, we've identified, I believe, over 1,200 different compounds found in the cannabis plant. Wow! And you know how we, how we utilize that is sort of twofold. You know, on one hand, the market has its needs. Its needs right now are, are primarily surrounding let's say strain-specific formulations, mostly for Uh vape, as well as some functional formulations, uh, mostly targeted towards tinctures, capsules, uh, different types of product applications. Mm -hmm. Where we really see uh, Ibna going, though, is, you know, we see ourselves as the the catalyst of the next generation of cannabis products. I should say cannabinoid products, right? So we're not limited to, to cannabis THC. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a very long winded. So I'll let you, I'll pass the, I'll pass the torch. No, no, that's good because it is, it's a little complicated. And I think that's one of the interesting things I think about what you're doing is that you are kind of breaking it down in lots of different ways. And in fact, not even, you know, look at looking at 
lots of different ways to get to these cannabinoids and the terpenes and the flavonoids and stuff. I mean, there's, the, the fact is, is you're dealing with kind of a class of plant that you can, you can look at it from different perspectives. But I guess, so what, what is your business model right now? You're, you're providing services to cannabis brands that want to get put together particular formulations? Or how, how would you describe what you do for the market and who your customer is? Sure. So at the very basic level, we produce and sell very high quality, all natural botanical terpene formulations. Okay. Now, the value that we bring to the market and to our clients goes far beyond that. What's inside these bottles is not the same as what's inside any other terpene manufacturer's bottles. What, what goes into our product on the back end is, is really what, what makes it special. You know, there are certain processes that we do. There are certain t- techniques that we use for extraction, for purification, for compound isolation. And in addition to that, the, uh, the uniqueness and complexity of our formulations is, is, is unmatched. So on one hand, we produce formulations, we sell those into the market. On the other hand, we are advancing the, the realm of, of cannabis products through our data-driven and our effect-driven terpene formulations. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll elaborate on that just, just a little bit. So, yeah, good. So you know, a lot of people listening to this are probably familiar with essential oils and some of the associated benefits of essential oils, like lavender, for example, you know, is associated with being uh, relaxing, soothing, or calming. Now, lavender is an essential oil, but linalol is the terpene compound that is most prominent in lavender. And it's the linalol that is really driving the, the mood, the, the effect of, of this lavender. Interesting. Now, yes. So what, what we've been doing as an organization over the last five years is uh, immense data collection and um, essentially building a smart computer of sorts to assist us in developing incredibly unique terpene formulations based on specific ratios and uh, utilizing this to build highly functional formulations. Mm-hmm. And how do, you, how do you collect the data? I mean, when you say you're doing research, I mean, what, do you, what kind of research are you actually doing? Uh, that's a great question. So um, we've done a handful of, uh, <laughs> to date, we've got about 16 ongoing research projects. A handful of them, I'd say about four or five of them are uh, under under the same Ibna company, but under this, you know, Ibna Pharma umbrella. So on one hand, the company's doing some very advanced research that pertains to the, the pharma industry. Okay. Uh, but as far as the, the cannabis industry, you know, a lot of the research up until about a year and a half ago had been what we call ethnobotanical research. So more or less anecdotal, but recurring feed, feedback loops of, uh, of a defined, you know, cannabis patient base and understanding what people are consuming for what, what indication that they're experiencing and, and what works for them. Right. Mm-hmm. And once you, you can get that information from one single touch point, but if you're able to gather that information from, you know, a patient base of two or 3000 patients and have that recurring over the, over the span of 18 to 24 months, you, you're able to collect thousands and thousands of, of different points of data. And, you know, each individual, every, let me say like this, everybody is different, right? Yeah. But breaking that down, there are some similarities and some overlaps that, that we've noticed that have led us to develop some very unique products that are coming to the market. We're going to take a quick break to hear some words from our sponsors. And now back to our program. And how, you know, I know a lot of people have, you know, they feel various cultivars has various effects, right? If I want to kind of chill and relax, I might look at one. If I want to, you know, kind of a little pick me up, I'm going to look at different cultivars. 
But you're breaking it down to the actual sort of elemental terpenes and underlying cannabinoids in this, right? Correct. And, yeah. and the, way that we, the way that we do that is is identifying, you know, let's say certain strains of cultivars, like you, like you talked about, and then identifying each compound that's in there, the ratio that it's in there. And then, you know, on the production side, what we would do is identify these compounds, isolate the compounds, purify them, and then reconstruct them. So... That's unlike the the commercial side. I'm curious. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think one of the challenges in, in cannabis, you know, has always been this, you know, this quote unquote entourage effect, right? Like it's it's you know, it's sort of the combination. It's the the cocktail, the formulation, the mixture that ends up having this kind of ultimate effect for people, or the you know what what ends up happening for folks in terms of their perceptive effect of of consuming these products. How, how do you? How do you kind of deal with that sort of permutational complexity of, you know, all, all the different things that you could put into this? Like, how do you distinguish between kind of a primary effect of an individual molecule versus the combinatorial effect of putting three, four, five things together in different ratios? No, that, that's that's a very good question. And again, we, we look back at nature for that answer, because going back to the, 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 you know, the point that you just made, you know, there are certain, let's say, strains, let's say Jack Carrere, for example, that yeah. a lot of people find is very uplifting and creative. But, you know, that the, the composition of a Jack Carrere will vary, you know, uh, yep. cultivar to cultivar, grower to grower. But the, the, the bones of it are very similar. And those bones can, you know, consist of hundreds of different compounds. So, again, we are we are scratching the surface on the true potential yeah. of this plant. But but understanding the ratios within these plants and knowing what the what the output is that a lot of people can agree on this. When I consume this strain, I feel this. Yeah. Right. So we know that there's something in this combination in this plant that's yielding this consistent output. Right. This commonality. And we essentially leverage that and try to understand it better to recreate it and and utilize it in for various applications. Got it. Got it. And then how do you work with taking all this knowledge and all this research and all this understanding that you have about, you know, what creates these effects or, or what contributes to these effects? How do you end up working with brands? Like how, who comes to you? What does that engagement look like? Are they coming to you with a, this is the effect we want? Are they working with you to kind of come up with ideas? Like what's the role that you play in helping brands uh, develop these formulations? Yeah. Uh, so we're in a very, I'll call it a funny market. You know, the THC market, the cannabinoid market, it's rather immature compared to other more established markets. So there's, let's say there's two different, there's two different tracks here, right? One track is feeding the market need and the market appetite for products that are not so advanced, right? People like like vape products because they're discreet, they're convenient, they're highly potent, they taste great, and they're effective, right? So the market right now is dictating certain formulations from manufacturers to feed that need. On the other hand, there are companies that are looking to advance that beyond just, okay, this is Jack Herrera, it tastes great. I feel like I'm uplifted. You know, I think everybody that's that's operating in the cannabis space right now understands that there's some amazing powers of this plant and that there there's so much potential here to better understand it and to advance it. And you know, one track is companies that want to just sell product and satiate the market need. And the other track is companies that want to advance this concept of unlocking the potential of this plant, you know, and to, to answer your question, uh, our, our clients come from both tracks. Yeah. You know, we have clients that, that operate that simply like working with Ebna because our terpene profiles are 
so true to the strain that they think that they're cannabis derived when they're botanically derived. And then we have clients that love working with Ibna because we were able to match their very, very unique cultivar, the specific strain that they've actually built an entire brand around. Mm -hmm. And we're able to to match that and allow them to expand their brand out of, uh, you know, um, let's say a singular market of a THC market. And now you can offer your products with this botanical terpene formulation to the global market with other cannabinoids. So our clients span the gamut of, you know, medical, medical THC, recreational THC, CBD operators, some Delta-8 operators, mm-hmm. and really everywhere in between. Yeah, yeah. And how is the company set up right now? I mean, you mentioned that the research is coming out of Israel. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the geographic footprint and what markets are you operating in? Sure. So a lot of the research and the, and the, the HQ of the company is still headquartered in, in Israel. We have partnerships with three universities, uh, the Technion University, which is sort of the MIT of Israel, Bar-Ilan University, and Hebrew University, uh, as well as independent organizations like Lumiere Labs and uh, Canasol, led by very uh, well-read, incredibly recognized professors and researchers. And as far as the, our U.S. footprint, I oversee an office uh, based in Long Beach, California. Uh, mm-hmm. We have three salespeople, and we have clients in all of the recreational cannabis THC states, mm-hmm. uh, as well as uh, most <laughs> medical states. And uh, like I said, a handful of uh, white labelers and, and other CBD manufacturers uh, that are sprinkled throughout the country. A lot of them tend to be based in, uh, in Colorado um, or the Midwest. So uh, our, our footprint right now is pretty solid. And like I said, we do have clients in literally every market that's allowing cannabinoids in it. Yeah. And from a consumer point of view, I'm kind of curious. I mean, I think, you know, the general cannabis consumer is starting, I think, to understand this whole idea of, you know, the, the terpenes and the flavonoids. But, you know, I guess, do you expect or, or do you think that consumers are going to start looking for these particular things are going to be, you know, desiring certain kind of formulations? Or is this still... You know, consumers just want effects and they just want to go in and buy something that gives them something and the market's not going to demand particular, you know, terpenes It's going to be more of, I want the effects. Like how, how do you see this kind of playing out from a, from a consumer market point of view? Yeah, no, that, that's a fantastic question. And, and I think that we're, we're still a ways away from having the market mature to the point where they can, they can understand the differences of products and not necessarily shop for potency or price per milligram, because that's, that's really where the market is at. And, you know, yeah. unfortunately, with, unfortunately, uh, with, you know, with, with regulations and, and recreational cannabis comes a heavy amount of, of taxation. With the taxation, consumers are, are sort of at the mercy of their state and their city to be taxed anywhere from 15 to 35% on top of the cost of their cannabis products. So given this tough pill to swallow, a lot of people are shopping for, for potency and what is that milligram per, per dollar ratio, right? And that, that, that's unfortunate because what it does is it, it sort of blocks some products, some brands, and some companies from advancing into more, uh, more complex, more need state, more effect-driven products because right now the, the market is sort of uh, strapped a little bit. You know, it's cash-strapped because, you know, we're coming out of this, this COVID time and a lot of people were we're out of work, hit hard times, and you know a lot of people aren't flush with money right now. So times are tough, and you know with 
with the regulations and the taxation, it's very challenging for, for people to even commit to, to buying products that they want to buy because they're because they're recognized, they're just they're priced out. You know, eighths of, of top shelf flour are selling for seventy to eighty five dollars with tax out the door in Long Beach, and that's insane. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, literally. Like, I paid less when I lived in New York for top shelf. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem of a regulated market. Yeah, so exactly. But really, to, to drill down the answer to your question, we will get there, and I think that as you know, as as different segments of the market begin to mature. And as we, you know, come out of this CBD 1.0 concept where, you know, everybody is selling uh, isolated CBD tincture with a strawberry flavor or watermelon flavor for $65, but it doesn't have any, any efficacy. There's nothing, there's nothing behind it, right? Yeah. So I think that people have been warming up over the last couple of years to the concept of cannabis as a medicine and plant medicine and just something to enhance and, uh, the quality of life. And I, I am a firm believer that 2.0, 3.0, 4.0 are, are on the horizon. And it's just a matter of, of when, not if, you know, we will see this level of uh, advanced product development and, and newer, newer types of products and form factors coming to the market. Yeah. So I, I know that um, as you get into these terpenes and as we kind of re really look at kind of cannabis as a medicine, there are, there are other potential applications here. And, and I remember in, in some of our previous conversations, there are some potential applications to COVID and, and sure. terpenes. What, uh, give us some details on what you're finding there and, and talk to us about how else kind of terpenes and, and this sort of the research and the understanding you have of uh, these can apply to other situations. Yeah, this is super interesting. So um, I touched earlier on the, you know, the similarities between essential oils and, and terpenes. Now, a lot of people will, you know, I give the example of, uh, of lavender, but within the realm of, of essential oils, there's a lot of plant medicine that has been, been known and, and been in use for, for hundreds of years that, that's highly effective. And what we've essentially done uh, over the last 18 months is conducted a, uh, two different uh, preclinical trials uh, with the development of a proprietary terpene blend that we call NTVRL. And NTVRL like I said, went through two preclinical trials and the results were completely, they, they blew everybody away. How effective this, this terpene blend was independently testing against viral infections uh -huh. and then how, how effective it was paired with CBD testing against viral infections. And, you know, what, what we've been doing since, since we got these results was uh, aligning certain, certain companies to uh, commercialize this formulation in, in a variety of different product formats. And one of these products is actually available online to, to purchase. Mm -hmm. uh, if any of the listeners are, are interested in, in looking up some more about this NTVRL formulation and some of the benefits that it does have and some of the research yeah. studies, um, it's, all of it is on our website. It's uh, www.evna.com. And there's a, a dedicated page for NTVRL. Now, if you're looking to, to actually uh, acquire or purchase products, uh, one of our one of our client partners, a company called Credency, C R E E D, the letter N, the letter C. dot com. This gentleman has developed uh, a really unique product, very similar to the uh, dissolvable oral strips that uh, that Listerine used to make. Oh yeah, and yeah, and uh, he's he developed this this product, and we've built collaboratively. We've we've built uh, a variety of different flavors, but. It's a 10 milligram CBD, three milligrams of this NT viral terpene blend, 
And, you know, I, I, I don't have any uh, like advanced studies on this, this finished product, but every single person that has tried this within 15 minutes has looked at me and says, what was in that? Because I feel fantastic. <laughs> and, I'm looking at the website now. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, and again, it's not, it's not necessarily a, just a COVID thing. What we did when we built this NTBRL was we, we identified, again, using, using the database that we have, we identified 30 individual terpene compounds that independently have anti-inflammatory and antiviral properties. Mm-hmm. Now, what we did is we, again, utilized our database to optimize an optimal formulation based on the different ratios of this product. So we developed this, this version, uh, version one, that we did all this testing with. And uh, the results, were they've been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, taking that a step further, not just testing this against viral infection, but also testing it against uh, inflammation. And inflammation is, you know, one of the root causes of many conditions that people experience from pain to insomnia to restlessness, discomfort. There's, there's so many things that, uh, systemic problems that start with inflammation. So what, what we have here in this formulation is not just a, a something that's, quote, for, for COVID. Um, this is something that can really help improve people's quality of life, help people get through their day better, and keep them, keep them healthy and, and safe from some of these uh, elements that are, that are now present in our, our, our world. Yeah. Matthew, this has been a pleasure. If people want to find out more about you, about Ivna, about the products and uh, work that you do, what's the best way to get that information? Sure. So the best thing to do would just go to our website that I plugged a few minutes ago. It's www.ibna.com. We have a plethora of uh, research tools, uh, different resources to learn more about terpenes, to learn more about products, learn more about NTVRL. And then on that on our website, you know, there's a, there's a, a form you can fill out if you'd like to get in touch with us directly, whether you're interested in learning more or you're interested in trying some of our products. Uh, yeah, and that that's the best way to get in touch with us. Perfect. I'll make sure the links are in the show notes here so people can click through, get that information. Matthew, thank you so much for taking the time today. It's been a pleasure. Bruce, so nice speaking with you, my friend. And uh, looking forward to hearing this podcast when it goes live. That's it for this episode of Thinking Outside the Bud. Be sure to subscribe using your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our future episodes. See you next time. You've been listening to Thinking Outside the Bud with business coach Bruce Eckfeld. To find a full list of podcast episodes, download the tools and worksheets and access other great content. Visit the website at thinkingoutsidethebud.com. And don't forget to sign up for the free newsletter at thinkingoutsidethebud.com forward slash newsletter. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.